Back in the game, back in the fray, get the hell out of the way. Hi, Kevin. Quincy, how can you bring up Legally Blonde on a day like this when I'm already so overwhelmed? Well, let's acknowledge the fact that we've been away for quite some time. Okay. Hi, everyone. Lovely to speak to you again. Uh, Yeah, it does feel good to be back in the game, back in the frame. Yes. Sorry we've taken such a pause. Life has been busy. I've started a new job, so doing that whole settling in thing has been very fun and stressful and exciting and nerve-wracking. Yes, but do you... Well, I don't want to ask you if you like it, because I don't want to get into the (laughs) nitty-gritty... Are you making but friends? But I am loving it. I am making friends. Everyone is very fun and cool and nice. Yeah, it's been amazing. It's just been like a huge adjustment. So needed to take a little breaky break from the pod. Yeah. That being said, I feel like we have been inundated with wicked news, theater news, all the good stuff. It's been so much. And we needed to come back. And honestly, Kevin, I feel like this is the perfect way to like get us back into our groove because you know we love like a this, recap just doing this again it's been fun to be back on mic with you yeah uh quincy so much has happened so i think yes we have mm-hmm. to go back and start with we went to see one of talia's last performances and saw Mackenzie kurtz what were your feelings? Because it was both of our first time seeing Talia, right? Yeah. I was super excited that we got to see Talia in before she ended her contract. I would like to say that Talia was giving me such Julia Murney vibes as Alphaba, and I can't mm-hmm. put my finger on why, but it just felt very akin to me. And I also thought it was very cool to see one woman who is on one of her first performances and the other is on one of her last because it felt very fresh. And I felt like we were on because we had just gone to Talia's 54 Below concert. So it did feel like we were on this closing out journey Mm -hmm. with her. Did we see her last performance? No. No. We went on like a Wednesday or something. It was one of the last though. Okay. Yeah. And then also you kind of touched on it. Seeing Mackenzie Kurtz's Glinda, seeing an actress who has never played Glinda before in one of her first performances as Glinda was a really cool experience for me. I agree. And I thought she was so good, Quincy. I liked her so much. <laughs> I kind of want to go back and see her now. I was like guffawing at, like you sat next to me. She had me in the palm of her hand. I thought she was so good. Yeah. If you had to guess. Mm. No one minds the wicked Glinda, popular Glinda, or thank goodness Glinda. <sighs> I do think that her popular had a special sprinkle on it for me because it Mm -hmm. felt a little chaotic in a way that I feel like it it has had the reins on more recently. She is a crazy girl, Glinda. Yeah, she had fun. You know, like she she was that girly (laughs) that we all went to college with. You know what I mean? One wrong word away from a meltdown at all times. It was beautiful. I felt it deep in my bones. I felt so seen. I thought she was great. But then she does hit you with that, thank goodness. Ooh. And the vocals were there. Mm-hmm. Mm. I hope we get to have her on the podcast at some point. Yeah, and I hope we get to see her again at some point because we did see her very early on and it was good. It was like a very strong, strong performance, especially for someone who was brand spanking new to the role. It had such a sense of... um 
like self. Like it, it already had her stamp on it. I feel like it was really impressive. But yes, I would like to go back because I want to see Alyssa too. And it is interesting. I feel like at least I'm mentally getting this. We're so used to having Alphabuzz and Glinda's get to be principal on Broadway and having done it before in some iteration that that kind of just feels mm-hmm. like what needs to happen mm-hmm. in order to get a really great performance or a really like locked in character portrayal. So it was so refreshing to see Mackenzie again, who is brand new, give such a stellar performance. And I was like, oh. And give choices. Let's have fun with this, ladies. Yeah. Like she came in, like I said, I mean, it, I think that history will remember her, Glinda, because it feels, Ooh. it just, like it feels like she's doing a new thing, like her own thing with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It feels mm-hmm. really cool. I'm excited to see her again. Yeah. And it was great to see it opposite Talia, who, as you mentioned, had been doing it for so long and it'll be great to see her do it. I think it's a cool dynamic to have a season, season alphabet, especially now that she's opposite mm-hmm. Alyssa Fox with a brand spanking new. That's kind of a cool, from like a casting so perspective. Cool. If you think about the actresses, it's very, it's a cool dynamic to introduce. Okay, so you've seen, I hope you've seen, if you haven't, go see the videos that we had of Laura Bell Bundy singing A number one, popular, and B number two, a legally blonde (laughs) mega mix. Going into the afternoon, were you expecting to hear Laura Bell Bundy, to see Laura Bell Bundy perform popular? No. I'm sure, like, we had an inkling that legally blonde was happening. I mean, you, one would expect, right? (laughs) I was not expecting popular. And Mm -hmm. what a specific treat for me personally, mm-hmm. it should be told that this event that we were at, we were there because it was an event in support of a musical called Dear Mom, I'm Gay. Yeah. Who among us haven't said those words? So yeah, so we went to this event, we heard some songs from the show, and Laura Bell Bundy was there because she like was a mentor to the the playwright or something like that. Like she did a class with him or something. And she sang one of the songs from the show. And she gave us like f- And then she continued she, to sing other songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, but she gave us like full emotional performance. She committed to the song from this from this Dear Mom I'm Gay musical. Real tears at 3 p.m at a matinee and it did feel special because like there was probably there was probably like a hundred under a hundred people in the audience like it was a really special afternoon for us to have bore witness to agreed agreed anyways the reason why he got on that tangent is because when it came time for laura bell to sing popular it was it was like an auction item it was like have laura bell bundy sing popular to me and they did a live auction in the room and i'm sitting with kevin and i was like kevin we should do this so she can sing popular to you it feels very perfect how incredible i honestly wanted it to happen there was like a moment where i was like we could go splitsies on this depending on how this bidding goes (laughs) you know what i mean i'm okay because then we got to like fully take in the performance it was great it's also funny because laura bell goes sit in this stool i'm gonna stand here you know what to do and the woman goes no i don't actually i don't even know this song which gagged us gagged the whole audience was like (laughs) no and then laura bell goes oh it's great It'll be, it'll be like a real scene. Like you'll be able to react in real time, which was very funny. She was, Laura Bell's a very funny lady. She can host a concert. That's for sure. Yeah. And so then it gets to the part with the flower in the hair and Laura Bell says, look at you, you're beautiful. And this lady is just like sitting there nodding. And then Laura Bell like leans in and goes, now you leave the stage. And it brought the house down. (laughs) 
It was great. It was so cool to see Lorabelle get her Glinda on. I mean, first of all, to see that performance from the Wicked Vault is insane. Agreed. I never thought in the year 2023 I would be watching Lorabelle Bundy perform Popular Life. Not, you could give me a thousand guesses. If you asked me last year to predict what I would be watching this year, nary a guess that one of them would be <laughs> Legally Blonde and Popular, sung by Lorabelle Bundy. I will say, though, Quincy, the, I think because this scene partner was not familiar with the source material, we did go straight to the flower pinning, and you and I both know that if it had been me, I would have gone right into this is never going to work, and we would have done the full toss-toss of it all. Which really would have benefited, I think, the entire concert as a whole, which, again, I go back to, you should have done it. Imagine. Because she would have been thrown too. She was not expecting to do the book scene. Right. She would have been gagged. If you got Laura Bell Bundy to do the toss toss, oh my God. I'd be gay history. next time. Would have been worth the coin. So anyways, she did popular, was not expecting that. That alone made it worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Then she gives a Legally Blonde mega mix, which is like all the hits from Legally Blonde minus the title song. Because why? The title song was her encore finale performance. And we talked about real tears earlier. Laura Bell Bundy gave real tears for Legally Blonde, the title song from Legally Blonde the Musical. She tapped in. Tapped in like she had a matinee the day before, you know, right back where she was. And Mm. I I didn't get to see Legally Blonde live on Broadway, so that was a real treat for me. Also, the voice is there. It's exactly where it always was. She sounds incredible. And we got to hear so much of that, like, that, like, Laura Bell, like... Push into the it. note. Oh, it's what was so the cool. line that she does Warner, where it's like, she like, yeah, she like yeah. chucks it up there. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's exactly it. She just throws it. And it always lands. Mm. Yes, that was so great. So thank you to our friends at Dear Mom, I'm Gay, the musical for inviting us. Yeah, who I believe they begin performances this summer. Check them out. Mm-hmm. Yes, this summer. Is it time to switch gears into all the hubaloo that's been going on? Yeah. So much has been happening and I'm catching, like, I'll just open my phone and be like, oh my God, what is going on? And I'll catch glimpses of things that are happening. People keep saying it's it's so exhausting being gay. Like the last three days yeah. have been exhausting. Exhausting. Well, here's the thing. I am begging the Wicked movie to slow it down. I cut to me like begging them to speed it up. With these leaks, I cannot have something new okay. coming out every single day because it is exhausting and too much to keep track. Here's and what too I, much to handle. Here's what I have to say about that. Is like it does feel like a lot, but I think it's because it's been nothing for 20 years and now it's like here's so much in three days so i think that's mm. part of why it it's feels like a lot days. or or like four days whatever it's been so i think that's it's part so of long. it i think the other part of it is like i think they probably knew that the daily mail was going to run these pictures on monday and that's why we got to see the costumes on sunday like that just felt very mm-hmm. conveniently timed or very appropriately timed yes and no though because to me if you get the tip that those photos are being released like those outdoor photos why release those like indoor kiamako photos well here's why here's my answer to that it's because those are the two costumes that are going to have to film on that set 
because they have to film the house down scene. And so all these drones that are flying over the set are going to see those two costumes. And so Wicked showed them to us first. But we got a different costume yesterday. No, it just had a crown. It was the same dress, dress, the pink one. Is it? Yeah. I think it's another pink dress. No. I am currently sitting under the impression that those are two different Ariana Grande dresses. No, it's the same. I'm 100% positive. What is all this hubaloo I'm seeing online about people being concerned that they're putting Glinda in all pink throughout the whole movie because we've now seen two pink dresses of Glinda? I don't know, but those people are wrong because it's one... It's one dress. It's crazy how confident you are in this. Quincy, I've spent more time thinking about this in the last three days than I care to admit. It's definitely the same dress. <laughs> okay, going going off of your theory, then, like, does that mean we're going to get a Cynthia leak at some point? Because that's crazy to me. Yeah. Some, okay, something about seeing Ariana Grande leaks and Ariana Grande in costume, and we'll get to it, but hearing Ariana Grande sing, mm-hmm. something about that feels okay and fine and right to me. Because I don't want to see a leaked photo of Cynthia Revo. I want to see a proper... But we, like, establishing all of the clues together in that one video that was like a drone video, you could see people, like practicing or like choreographing with a broom and a wand choreographing the the cat fight scene the house down scene okay then see this conversation is making me marsha 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 posted on her story marsha 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 <laughs> posted on her story if you are in england blah 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 do not post any video do not post any photo they're making something special like yeah. we don't want to see it and i was kind of like oh I agree with that because I was gagging over this like Ariana Grande video but if I see leaked footage of that cat fight scene or something that's too much like I don't need to see all of that so soon maybe that's gonna be (laughs) I hate to fan the flame maybe that's gonna be like a nighttime shoot and so they'll it'll be less visible because like that scene could be at night right I don't know. I don't want to get into all of that. Well, no, because uh, it happens right after Glinda is, like, talking to Dorothy and her gaze. And that happens during the day, canonically. Mm-hmm. You're right. Right? Yeah. Look at me, uh, dramaturgy. Come on, dramaturgy. <laughs> God. But yeah, so that is my theory, is that those are the two costumes that stand to get leaked. And so that's why we got to see them ahead of time. I really am not okay with seeing any leaked photo video of Cynthia Revo. No. I wonder... It feels off. I wonder if she'll film that scene. I wonder if she'll film that scene, like, just, like, in her normal skin and they'll they'll post the do the green and post for that oh okay so i did want to bring this up someone did dm me and was like someone my friend dm'd me and was like do you think they're painting cynthia revo green every day or do you think they're going to do it in post what do you think well okay so i did i have like her answer to this because she's been on her film festival tour recently and everybody's been asking her about Wicked. I saw her at some point say that she is getting the green paint every day because she felt like it was like part of it for her. I get that. And in this same clip, she said she was very involved in the process of like figuring out like how Elphaba looked on her. Now that we've seen how Glinda looks on Ariana. I'm excited to see how Alphaba looks on Cynthia, mm-hmm. but I want it in a controlled way. I don't want to see it like drone footage Agreed. of the. <laughs> I don't, because I'm also like that Alphaba reveal needs to be an Alphaba reveal. It cannot be a shitty, grainy it photo can't video. Be. No, it has to be. 
it has to be triumphant. Mm-hmm. But it's funny you t- say that Cynthia was saying that about Alphaba because I last night was watching Ariana does these for her REM makeup brand. She does these old style YouTube Q&A videos where she's like doing her makeup and answering questions. Yeah. And someone asked if Glinda is wearing REM in the Wicked movie. And she goes on this tangent about how she worked really hard with the makeup designer and she didn't give any prescriptions like we must use REM or anything because she really wanted her and the makeup designer to find Glinda on her and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah. And even hearing her get so heady about this character she's playing got me so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can't wait till Ariana Grande is doing the movie press tour because that's just going to be so fun. And I'm also wondering if she's going to keep her Ariana Grande public personality press shtick that she does or if she's going to go like Lady Gaga Star is Born press route where she like becomes very serious actress vibes. Ooh, I can't wait to see how this turns out. Another thing I wanted to talk about was this isn't what Ariana is going to look like. as Gl- Like these photos and stuff that we're seeing is not what Glinda is going to look like no. in the movie because imagine all the CGI that's going to happen. Well, yeah. And it's also like, right. Imagine like, I just, yeah, I've been seeing so many people saying like that it looks kind of bare. You know what I mean? Like it's the bubble itself. It just looks like a thing. And it's like, like, obviously that's yeah, not obviously. it. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it's not just a cherry picker. Like it's, I'm, there's more to <laughs> it. What do you think they're going to do for the next year and a half? They're just like, okay, done. The bubble looks great. Like, of course there's going to be more. From like a costume perspective and everything, I think the dress is going to be augmented technologically. Her look is going to be augmented. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love the little details on the dress is there's uh, one of the little details on the dress is there's little bubbles on the seams Mm -hmm. at the bottom. And I love that idea of like, Mm -hmm. maybe there's, there's just going to be like bubbles kind of like floating around her at all. Like that. She just has bubbles that follow her. It just is beautiful. What if she doesn't come in one big giant bubble and she's just like kind of floating on bubbles vibes. (gasps) I love that. Like she takes a step in the air and a bubble appears and then she takes another step. I also think from a movie perspective, I understand the Wizard of Oz movie exists. It's like, I don't love the look of just like a woman in a giant bubble for a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Glinda spends so much time in the bubble delivering so much important, you know, context that like... I kind of like it being more open-faced and maybe I'm just tied to how it is on Broadway. Yeah. And when I see the movie, I'll get over it. Maybe it's going to be like where like the bubble of it is kind of like um like a, not a door, but like like she stands in like the, the part of it we've seen and then there's like a, a bubble that goes over her while she's traveling and then she pops the bubble and comes out. I don't know. I'm grasping at straws. Let's talk about the Cynthia photo that we did get though because we <sighs> have brushed over that because Ariana has been so in the zeitgeist yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. With Bef- before weeks. we move on. I love that picture yeah. of, of Alphaba. Like I know we can't really see Cynthia the way we could see... Mm-hmm. Ari. Well, I mean, let's say, can we really see anything in either of these photos? I refuse to comment on this. It's like... They're dark. We can acknowledge that they're dark photos. They're dark photos. It's, it's not good or bad. It's two frames out of what will surely be four hours of movie. Like, people are getting their... It's obviously purposely darkened, though. Yeah, they're trying... ambiguity's sake. Right. They're, tr- they're not trying to give us everything. I love that picture of Cynthia, of... Alpha, uh, Cynthia as Alphaba because it feels like 
such a recognizable moment. Like that image of Ariana going up the stairs. It's like you can't really Mm -hmm. place that to an exact moment in the show. That's kind of why I liked it better than the Cynthia one. It communicated more about, to me, I think about what this movie is going to be mm-hmm. slash look like than that classic alphabet image we got of Cynthia because sure. like, yeah, I, I could have, if I had to envision an image of alphabet that we were going to get, it would probably be, be that. like that. You're right. One thing that is interesting because I know you and I, I'm not sure if we've talked about this on the pod, but you and I have like discussed like what the hair situation is going to yes. be with Cynthia. Do you want to talk about your interesting insight that I saw you tweet, but we haven't talked about yes, it? Yes, because, okay, thank you. So speaking of the hair and speaking of both of them working so closely with the hair and makeup teams, in these leaked shots of the Munchkinland set, there is this like big propaganda painting of... Mm-hmm. Cynthia Arriva as the witch, and it says, "Beware the wicked witch." Mm-hmm. And it's it is very clearly meant to like it's not supposed to be a flattering a spooky, picture ooky, ooky of version Cynthia. of Alphabet. right, right, right. Yeah. But in it, in it, she has no hair, like no visible hair to us, and I just think. Because we had just previously seen an image of her with hair, and then this, you don't see hair, and Cynthia famously wears her hair buzzed and or bald. I just think it's a possibility that Elphaba may follow suit at some point in this movie. What that did bring up for me is, imagine we get a scene, Kevin. (laughs) Cynthia Arrivo. Ray, buzzer in hand. Let all odds be agreed. No. I'm wicked through and through. I just <laughs> Not while she's singing. Oh my God. <gasps> Can you imagine? I'm so gagged. The gag. <laughs> That'd be kind of iconic. And it feels very cinematic to be doing that kind of shit. <laughs> Quincy, that's an inspired idea. I like wasn't even thinking of it in that way. But do buzzers exist in Oz? Like, is she gonna? I don't know. <laughs> do bubbles exist in Oz? Like, whatever they want. Yeah, the whole set is like mechanics. There has to be buzzers. Sure. I don't know. I also think there'd be something really cool about like because Glinda kind of like does a makeover on Elphaba's hair. And so then it would be very cool to then see her shed that. Like Glinda, quote unquote, like fixes her hair in order Mm -hmm. to make her more appealing to people. And so then, yes, it would make Mm -hmm. beautiful sense for her to be like, okay, you want me to be a witch? Fine. Here, look how... I don't have pretty Glinda hair anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it actually does really, really work. I think I, it would I be really it cool. I joking at first, but it does work. I think yeah. it could be really cool. Interesting. I don't know. It's a fun theory meant for fun. Is it time to talk about the yeah. the singing of it all that we heard today? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. You and I have been on the right side of history and have never once doubted Ariana Grande in this mm-hmm. role and have, I would say, actively and publicly championed her. Cheerleaded. Yeah. Cheerleaded. Today, we got leaked footage of her singing 
No one mourns the wicked. First, well, the first thing I saw was like the distant video footage, which also I'll say, yeah. thank God this movie is filming in the UK because I would be camped outside of that set yes. every single goddamn day if it was in yes. the US. Oh my gosh. Same. Like, <laughs> so anyways, we got video from a good Samaritan who recorded, and goodness knows the wicked yeah. by Miss Ariana Grande and it sounded 10,000 times better than that. It did. It sounded so... So beautiful. <laughs> Initial reactions. So I pushed play and goodness, and I was sold. I was like, perfect. Oh my God. It's so first of all, every syllable creamy. crystal clear. Understood crystal every clear. word. Everyone's like, she doesn't. No, okay. I will say it once, once and only once for the record on this podcast. Pop is a style of singing, not a voice type. Ooh. And so any voice with the correct efforts and training and Ooh. and can sing any style that it wants to. Let it be shown in the record. May the courts reflect that Miss Ariana Grande has a spectacular voice, perhaps one of the voices of her generation, inarguably. Ooh! Ooh! She has a voice that is capable of many things. Whatever you throw mm -hmm. at her, she catches it and she throws it back. I yeah. cannot wait to hear how she sings the rest of this movie. Can I read a tweet thread that I thought? Yes. I mean, you just said it correctly, but I think this like extenuates your point. <laughs> um, it's from at Feel the Heath. I hate to be that guy, but it is truly insane to me how shocked everyone seems to be about how exquisite Miss Grande sounds on contemporary theatrical music. The instrument is and always has been undeniable, and it is specifically right for contemporary musical theater. Mm -hmm. All the affect that goes into her pop music is so obviously an affect LOL. From the jump! It was like, baby, this is gonna be the best and most appropriately sung movie musical of the movie musical renaissance without question. This movie is absolutely gonna be competent as fuck and might even be, who knows, great. I endorse every syllable of that. It was really, really thrilling to hear Ariana Grande, hear this voice that you've like, I've grown up with mm -hmm. and like you listen to and everything, but hear it doing just like musical different theater thing. proper. Yeah. No pop. Like it, it was just like, it was so impressive to me that yes, she was able to like get rid of all the pop affect and mm -hmm. just truly do a straight up legitimate performance of this song. We've heard like 30 seconds of her singing it, but like yeah. that is all I need. and. I I think that's all the general public needs to leave her alone for the rest of this movie campaign. Yeah, let her work. It's it's really like really impressive, and she's gonna turn me into a Glinda girl with this soundtrack, Ooh. which is crazy to me. But like, when was the last time? Maybe I'm talking to the wrong person. But when was the last time you just turned on No One Mourns the Wicked to listen to the chorus? You know, I do want to say though, speaking of turning on the the cast recording is I love Ariana's vocal performance. What we've heard of it has little Kristen fingerprints all over it. Like you can just tell that she has listened to that score and internalized that cast recording her whole life. Which is beautiful and I love, I will say what I don't like is being born out of that discourse is I'm seeing a lot of chitta chatta about how she's just doing a Kristen Chenoweth impression because she's so good at impressions. Yeah. So, oh my God, this whole performance is just going to be a Kristen Chenoweth impression, which I'm like, what a 
crazy place to go on this first day that we get 30 seconds of her singing a Glinda song and you're just gonna start that up. It's insane. I know. And also what a compliment that that second video that got released with her like singing along to her recorded track. And it's like kind of echoey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and everyone's like, this is just a Kristen Chenoweth track that she's singing to. And I'm like, guys, sh- first of all, first no, of all, that's not but how also movies you're are proving made, our but- point that she's doing so well and so right. impressive that you think it's Kristen Chenoweth. I know. Team Ari, she sounds so good. It was a little upsetting to see some people trying to like already reduce this incredible moment. And also... <clears throat> I do think these leaks are planned. I think this is all kind of in like in the Wicked Movies cards to be disseminating out into the public. And this was a brilliant, like this audio of Ariana singing was a brilliant thing to leak, especially this far out from the movie because you have won the general public over. You have squashed, for the most part, all of that negative conversation about, mm-hmm. oh, is she going to be able to sing this in the way that like it needs to be sung, blah, 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 blah. And now it's just like everyone is championing her and on her side for the rest of this rollout, which might I remind you is another year. Almost three years. (laughs) (laughs) Just support these girls. Like, they are filming this movie for like 140 days. Mm -hmm. That being said, I don't want to see a leak of Cynthia Revo. Same. Keep it to yourself for now. Same. Wicked movie. Yeah, cover the set. God, anything else? And all to say, like, we're coming back with more regular episodes. I'm getting more into the swing of things with work, so I'm feeling good about doing this. We'll see you all very soon with your regularly scheduled content. Yes, we will. All right, if you listen this far, please do rating, a review, a like, a follow. Send us to your friend, and um, we'll clock you next time. Bye! Bye, Quincy! You've been listening to Sentimental Men from Theaterly. This episode was produced by Quincy Brown, Kevin Bianchi, and the team at Theaterly. Thanks to Anthony Abitangelo, the most swankified podcast editor in town. And another thanks to Michaela Reynolds for making us look downright osmopolitan in our new key art. And to Julia DeMarzo for our logo design. If you want to get in touch, send us an email. We love to hear from you all. You can reach us at sentmenpod at theaterly.com. That's T-H-E-A-T-R-E-L-Y. You can also connect with us across social media on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at SentMenPod. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time, I'm Quincy. And I'm Kevin. And if we get a Cynthia leak... Keep it to yourselves. (laughs) But if it's out there. But if it's out there, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.